This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. With the very latest in rural news, this is Ag Insights on Mornings with Ian Smith, Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licensed REAA 2008. Let's get some ag insights, shall we? Thanks to Collier's. Yep, let's do that right now. And uh, the latest in rural news with Aroha, who has been had her arm twisted into the segment weekly. Um, but the good news is, Aroha, you have just declared yourself as far more competent <laughs> than I thought you might have been because you just said that you had bought a new steel chainsaw which you're preparing to use, which totally qualifies you to be talking about this. I'm never telling you my secrets again, me and my little magical machines. Um, I have to admit that I have had a little bit of experience with chainsaws having worked on a DIY TV show for many, 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 many years. We even used to have chainsaw carving competitions while the cameras weren't rolling. Oh my God. But uh, yes, it was a bit like that. Chaps, Chaps. Uh, I can. I'll send no, you, you a photo. Yeah, I know you do, but I wear. Don't judge me. I wear my bolo ski goggles because that's what I've already got. Because well, otherwise, fine. well, they're not they safety them, goggles though. But they use them for to get champ to avoid champagne sprayed in them in the NBA locker rooms when they win championships. So they're good enough for that. I don't know that they are, but um, you said they are, so we'll take that as an A-plus past that test. Yes, my still chainsaw, love it, but I'm too scared to use it by myself. I need someone to supervise, just in case something goes wrong. Yeah, I think that's... We'll send Finn down. We'll send Finn down, part of his work experience. Copy uh, go and Go and check on Auntie, <laughs> supervise Auntie with her chainsaw. Right, milk price... This is all we've been talking about for about a month now, and it's been um, some pretty bleak news. Any updates on this front? I hate being the bearer of bad news, unless it's someone else's bad news. Um, Just two weeks after they slashed their forecast milk price midpoint by a dollar, Fonterra shaved another 25 cents off a grand... What would the word be? Grim? Grim. Yep. The latest global dairy trade auction says that dairy prices slump 7.4%, led by an almost 11% nosedive in whole milk powder to its lowest price since 2016. So what's that? Do the math on that. Six, seven years? Seven. Sometimes when they say lowest in, I go, oh, two years doesn't count. You know, that's... But this is like... If I look at where I was seven years ago, I was at a whole different company. My kids were at a whole different level of schooling. It's almost another generation on. So that sucks. The next GDT auction's next week. And speaking on the Rural Roundup Milk Run this morning, NZX dairy analyst Alex Winning expects things to go a little better this time round. You know, you hear Andy quite often talk about like when things aren't going good for the farmers, they're not going good for our economy because of the stimulant they are to it. I wonder how bad it would have to get before there was any sort of outside help involved. I'm not sure. Maybe things will get better before that. They need to look at that. Um, but 
the farmers in general in the rural sector, they will need good news after the government's announcement around Hiwaka Ekenoa, right? You'd think so, but I don't know that the Minister of Agriculture has timing as one of its strengths. So just hours after dairy farmers found out about, you know, the new farm gate milk price, Damien O'Connor held a press conference about hewaka eke no, I don't know what the Pākehā term is for that either. I call it hewaka eke no, I thought it was something con- to do with transport when I first heard what it was called. But it's, you know, the emissions trading scheme. And well, emissions- wa- yeah, Walker maybe. I don't know if there's any crossover there. Or What's the what's the Auckland uh, transport service called? Waka Kotahi. Oh, that's New Zealand Transport Oh, that's New Zealand right? Transport. Right, okay. So all these things have well, got flash Māori names. I'm Māori, I'm all down for having things that have um, Māori names, but I feel like every time something goes wrong, it's got a Māori name now, and the next one is Hewaka oh, Eke North. <laughs> Conspiracy they're trying to throw. Right, okay. We Literally get- shade. So no one was happy about the announcement around Hewaka Eke Noa, timing bad or otherwise, and the government's been under a lot of pressure to give some... Give farmers a lot of certainty, and you would have seen federated farmers on just about every newscast across the country on TV yes. talking about this. So organisations on both sides of the aisle were hoping for a lot more and to come to some sort of agreement before the elections, but there's been a breakdown in negotiations a few months ago, and that's kind of led to this deadline being pushed out to not the end of this year, not the end of next year, but the end of 2025. So no legislation will be introduced before Parliament ends on August 31st, and that means that the fate will be determined entirely by the election. So I'm sure farmers will be making their voices heard through their votes. Like many things. Right, can we end on a high... I can organise that. I've been told that we're one step closer to being predator-free by 2050 because of AI, although I did read a very interesting piece in the um, Saturday Press about three weeks ago around you know, the, the goal of predator-free 2050 and how when they came up with the framework initially the scientists maybe didn't look and uh, ecosystems deep enough to work out what happens when you take some of these predators away, what that means for the next layer the down. And, and, yeah, Interesting. And, and trying to shift the goalposts a little bit around expectation about what is considered a predator and how we'd go about ridding things like mice eventually will become, you know, superstars in the predator ecosystem. It's a, it's a very it's a vexed topic. It's very interesting. I think there's a lot more under the uh, under the surface level here. But AI, I mean, surely AI is we just if in doubt, oh AI will sort it. That's just what I'm saying. Going around saying these days, oh no, but there's AI to deal with that. <laughs> we'll be you right with AI. Are off the island, Louis? What are you doing? AI, AI. That sounds like a catchphrase. AI, will, AI, will it. Yeah, we got AI. AI to deal with that. GDT, AI. (laughs) It's our new catchphrase. Leave AI uh, in charge of everything. When you talk about predator, you've just taken me to places like down a a rabbit hole for predator-free news. I didn't understand any of the intricacies around trying to get the country, parts of the country, predator-free. So when I saw AI in the title of this story, I was like, well, that's kind of a default setting and isn't that an easy way out but it looks like they're doing field trials and everything like way better than using AI on political campaigns let's actually do something constructive that will have a good outcome so field trials underway revolutionary predatory control traps based on the AI and basically it has this if I get if I get it right I 
I think what they do is they can tell whether or not the thing that's been trapped is actually a predator as opposed to just any kind of animal being caught in a trap. A, yeah, okay. A, a, like a, a pest species. So yeah, the yeah, yeah. AI can, I don't know, I always, I watch Blacklist. I don't know if anybody else has watched Blacklist and they have these flash things with, you know, facial recognition technology. So there's some sort of squirrel nut rat face recognition technology and it goes, mm, I'm spitting you back out or I'm keeping you, you're a pest. We could use one of those. Well, I think AI is probably not too far away from taking Finn's job, so I'm looking forward to, to, <laughs> to that. Note. Oh, there he goes. He's still listening. He's still there. Uh, Aroha, we do need to carry on. Copy Lovely that. to chat. Nice to talk. Safe, safe, safe chainsawing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> All right. We're sweet, Brian.